trying something different for the show tonight, and I don't like it already, but we got to do what we got to do. Which show? This show. Uh, well, no, I mean oh the After God. Dark or the, or the main one. The, the entire recording. Oh, oh, okay, I see what you mean. I thought you meant, the, like, you were going to try something new, like a bit. I thought you were doing a bit, Joe. Yeah, I'm doing, like, six bits at once. Two bits, four bits, hmm. six bits of peso. All for Zorro, stand up and say so. <laughs> the hell is that from? Zorro and the Gay Blade. It's been a while since I've uh, seen that one. Oh, you had that on VHS at your house, I heard. I did. It was it, a gift for your dad, I heard. It is. It's <laughs> it's fun. It's funny you mentioned that because we were going through a list of uh, movies to show Asa. Did I mention on here? Uh, a couple weeks ago, we made him watch. Made him watch. Uh, Goonies. Either you, that's one of those things that was either on mic or off mic. But you definitely did tell me because you were going to take him to the Kirby and he poo pooed yeah. that, and then yeah. you ch- tied him to the chair and made him watch Goonies. Right. So let's pretend it was on one of these shows, right? Okay. <laughs> let's pretend. Okay. Yep. yep. Doing a bit. So, Got it. So this past weekend, um. When they came back from camp, I had them, uh, we watched Army of Darkness. That poor child. Well, listen, uh, you say that poor child, everyone else fell asleep except for me. Because they were all still beat from uh, camp, uh, camp, you know? So, like, they came home Friday, Mm -hmm. um, and then it was Saturday night when we watched it. And it was on me, you know? Yep. You keep telling um, yourself that's why they fell asleep. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, April's seen it before, and she enjoys it quite a bit. It's just, uh, you know, everybody is sleepy. And boy, that's a that's a good movie. <laughs> lots lots of flaws. Uh, <laughs> lots of lots of strings that you can see. You know. Right. Um. It's and it's funny to think, um, like the history of that movie and you know we can get the mad bassist on here and he and i can go back and forth and forward and backwards with everything in regards to that you know in the, in that movie you know i would love to be a fly on the wall for that joe <laughs> right <laughs> praying for the fly swatter <laughs> that's right the electric one <laughs> yeah um but it's just so funny that he does dark man you know which we talked about on uh previewing the past when that came up and then based on the success, I say question mark, of Darkman, they're like, oh, yeah, you can make a sequel to your little horror movie that, like, we found you from. But you can't name it. Like, it's a sequel to the thing, and it's a continuation of the thing, but um, you can't call it, like, the sequel of that. You have to call it something else. And mm-hmm. people know you from Darkman, so if you could work Dark into the title, that'd be great. I love Which, the empty, the empty right. suits thinking, man. Right, and that's the thing I love. I am a fan of empty suit thinking in that regard, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the joke from The Simpsons. Oh, hi- the- <laughs> for Poochie. Right for Poochie. <laughs> Me and Scott do that all the time about me uh, uh, Rastafarian. I'm like ten percent. Right. It's like, uh, like name him something like uh, Poochie, but not as lame. And then Krusty goes, yeah, as he leaves the room. And then yeah. all the writers are just like, oh, Poochie it is? All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, so we were then uh, compiling a list of other movies that he needs to see. Right. 
And uh, let me run this list by you. How many of them are Smokey and the Bandit 1 through 3? None! What? My wife and I don't have the same affinity for that. It had to be something that, like, both of us fell in on, you know? I'd say divorcer, but you both don't have the affinity, so I don't know what to tell you. Be miserable together. That's what I can say. Right. Um, But, like, there's, like, E.T. is on the list. Great movie. With or without the CGI guns? Uh, I don't know. We're going to, whatever, uh, whatever version we stumble upon. Right. But the the reason that one's a, a good one is because as a child, April was afraid of that movie. Wow. Well, how old was she when that came out too? Did that, did that have injury to an eye and ghosts in it or something? No, no. So she was two when it came out, but it was like one of those things where like it came out on VHS. Like you remember like a movie would come out. Yeah. In the theaters and it's like held over for its eighth month, you know, because they'd only release like 20 movies a year. Yep, yep. We have six screens. We got to do something, you know? I miss those days. I miss those days too, man. Um, So it probably didn't get a VHS release, a home release until like 85. So she was maybe like five or six when she saw it, right? Right. And uh, so like, you know, your usual staples. We got that. We got Last Starfighter. That's a good movie. Okay. Uh, I remember seeing that in the theaters. And I'm almost certain, and again, if my timing is wrong, um, you know, so sue me. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't. I don't have a lot of money. Right. Um, you, and again, this is a spoiler uh, for The Last Starfighter. Right. When uh, the alien comes to recruit What's-His-Face. Right. Isn't he the music man? Maybe. I think he is the, from the Music Man, but go ahead. Okay. And then they go up into the spaceship, and he takes off his human face to reveal his alien face. Yep. Uh, that scared me a lot. Right. Uh, that was very frightening. But uh, my favorite thing with La- Last Starfighter uh-huh. is at the end, spoiler alert, everybody, is when, you know, the Last Starfighter does his thing, and then, like, the whole ship's blowing up, and they go to the to head guy, and they're like, sir, what do we do? And he has the little visor, and it flicks down, and he's like, we die. <laughs> it just blows up. I'm like, such a great lie. And if I recall correctly, there was either, I'm not sure if it was, like, one way or the other, and you'll know what I'm saying is there's background elements, like set elements mm-hmm. that were either in one of the two previous Star Trek movies okay. or were reused for the first season of Next Generation. That, I, I vaguely kind of remember that, but I could not tell you what it was. Yeah, I, I remember seeing a video where they were like, uh, you know, it's like one of these things like Last Starfighter's connection to Star Trek. And it was just like. And they used a bunch of the same, like, set elements, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's a great one. Right. All the Back to the Future movies. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, and I always say this, it goes one, three, two as a order of quality. Uh, that's only because you're a Western guy. No, you know what? Two is great, and what they do with the effects. I've been over this with uh, Josh. Josh is a big Back to the Future guy. Mm-hmm. I just like that three does something a little different, but it is just the first movie again, where two is just like, okay, we're we're just, I don't know, we're just doing the same scenes, but with more people and the effects are great. I don't know. 
I'm with you though. I get a lot of that from people. It's just the Western thing that you like better, but yeah. And I and that I think what it comes down to is I've probably seen two more than I've seen three. So that's why right. I have a stronger affinity for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm not going to just sit here and list off movies all day. You know I, what you I mean? You can. I want to hear them all. Oh, okay. Uh, the Keaton Nicholson Batman. I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. Uh, Overboard. A... Overboard's good. Right. April was like, oh, you're going to make fun of me for that one. I'm like, no, Overboard's a classic. Right. And Goldie Hawn is the face of that movie. The face? The face. Uh, no, Kurt, listen, Kurt Russell had a run there, you know? Oh, you're talking. I agree. Kurt Russell. I'm surprised you don't have big trouble in Little China on there. That's further down on the list. It was just one of those things like while we were talking, like no. these are in no particular order, right? I figured as much, right? Um, and you'll you'll see where this all ends ends around to with how the show started here. Okay. Uh term a uh, monster squad. You're right, okay. I, the Wolfman has nards, that's all I really remember from that. Right, I'm a little, like, that one's going to get bumped down of the list a little bit, because um, I do recall from, like, more recent people discussion of it, um, not so much the swearing, but the um, homophobic language in the film. Mm. So I don't remember, I saw it once, like, a bajillion years yeah, ago, and it was never, yeah. you know, you know what I mean, saw it and never needed it again. Yeah, I thought that was, a, you know, that was a good one. Uh, Terminator 2, skipping over the first Terminator film. Which is, uh, well, I'm, he's going to be lost. Okay, yes, he's going to be lost. I'm making the executive <laughs> decision that a 10, 11-year-old might be bored with the first Terminator. Right. I, I mean, I was blown away by the first Terminator movie, so... I'm like, I get the second one, mm -hmm. like it's, I have all these arguments with people, like when it comes to Terminator one and two and aliens one and two and stuff like that. But like, everybody seems to lean towards T2 because of like what it was, but I lean towards T the first one. Cause it was such an original idea and like the way it looked and like, even though it was a cheaply made movie, it looked fantastic. Yeah. So but I'm not just, like a child today, like you said. Yeah, and that's the thing is I just think, uh, t you know, in, if he watches Terminator 2 and he likes Terminator 2, I'm like, okay, well, we'll go back and we'll watch the first one when you're a little bit older or whatever. And he's a little bit more of an attention span, I guess, would be the best way to, you know, right. say it. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, obviously trivia for this one, I'm sure you know, maybe, I'm putting you on the spot. You know who the original casting choice to play the Terminator in the first movie was? It's Stallone? Nope. Uh, oh, no, it was uh, O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. But uh, he, you know, maybe he fulfilled that title later. I don't know. Right. I think there was a stand-up comedian who said that he didn't get the part because no one would believe that he was a killer. Oh, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's seen um, Indiana Jones uh, in The Last Crusade, but he never saw the other two Indiana Jones movies because there's only three of them. Right. He saw the best one, so what does it matter? Right, right. So that's the thing is like, because April was like, oh, he's got to watch Temple of Doom first. That's the one I watched the most as a kid. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, that's the one with the idol and the, the big boulder at the beginning. I oh, no, that's that's Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a but lot there's, of eye soup in that messing yeah. around. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's like weird animal stuff in uh temple the of doom food the food thing is the worst yeah yeah but then there's the bit at the end i remember as a kid you know that end where everyone else 
you know, Indy and Marion turn their heads when they open up the arc and everyone else doesn't. And, uh, you know, what happens to them? That, right, that but is be... that any worse than your kids seeing the guy choosing poorly with the grail? Uh, I think where the difference comes in is the guy choosing poorly with the grail kind of like becomes dried and shriveled up. Whereas these guys are kind of like a more of a wet dissolve. Oh, okay. makes, I, right. You know what I mean? It's a little bit more juicy. <laughs> okay. I'm guess you make the call. You're, a, you're the parent. Not I me. am the parent. Uh, Gremlins 2. I love Gremlins 2. And I think I've said this on the show before. My favorite joke in the whole movie is when I think it's Phoebe Cates is stuck in, in the elevator. And it's okay. like, going up and down and like throwing her around and she's like uh, uh elevator stop and it stops throws her to the floor and he's like elevator sound alarm and all the gremlins inside just start going eh, 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 eh. i when i saw that in the theater joe i could not breathe for two minutes don't know why that's my favorite joke in that movie. do you know the uh show key and peel yes love that show back when it was on right there's a bit that they did about the gre- about gremlins too mm-hmm um, where it's the brainstorming session of like all the ideas and everything. Right. And it's, it's, it's one of my favorite skits, but like the language gets a little like, you know, whatever. So I, I wouldn't be able to show it to my kid, uh, until after they saw, uh, you know, whatever. Right. You can't show it to him till his bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. Not on the list, by the way. Bachelor yeah. party. Great movie. I was going to say, I saw it when he, I was his age, but no, no. Porky's to- on that list. Huh? Porky's? No, no. Okay. Like any of the so uh then uh a karate kid. Mm-hmm. Big. Even though that's, you know, you can't show that anymore. Yeah, that gets a little uh dicey, but you know. But the Ray Leo uh uh Ray Loja doing the piano thing is one of the greatest scenes in movie history. So. Yeah. You know, Penny Marshall Robert, did a good job. Sure. Robert Loja. I'm sorry, Robert Loja. Right. Uh, now this is, uh, so this is one that I suggested um, and it got, you know, it may be vetoed, but it might get moved down to the list. <laughs> I think you might be the deciding vote on this. Uh, Cabin Boy. <laughs> I'm pedigreeing that one, Joe. No, you're not allowing that. No, I'm not. Le- uh, I don't think your kid needs to see these pipes are clean. Right. I'll take. I'll take you. You listen. That's uh, at at your uh, behest. That's off the list, right? Right, right. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Hey, give the kid an education. We won't own a writer. I'm fine with that one. Okay. Clue? Even though she's blonde, but go ahead. Yeah, you know. Anthony Michael Hall's in that too, you know. Right. Clue, uh, Cl- Clue's good. I haven't seen Clue in so long. Yeah, I forgot how old that movie is. That it came out like '85. Yep. Because it used to play in like such heavy rotation on HBO that I'm like, oh, it's like a '90s movie, right? right. I'm like, no. That movie gave Beastmaster a run for its money back then. Beastmaster, uh, sadly, not on the list. Oh. How yeah, you again, man. I, listen, I, I think there might be, you know, I, I forget what they were called, like those like leech men thing mm-hmm. that would like put the arms up over you and they would like, you know, uh, like like just turn you to skin and bones or whatever it was. Yeah, that'd freak them out. Are yeah, you going to do uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown? No. Oh. Uh, 
They Live is when he gets older as well. Uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, Teen Wolf. Yeah, get the one without the guy's uh, schwang hanging out at the end. His nutsack, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's a the lead character. What, what's uh, what's Michael J. Fox's friend in, in that name? Well, he's also in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, isn't? Oh no, no. So you're, uh, I'm thinking of the, the 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 guy who stole the bike was also in Teen Wolf. Um, right. But uh, I don't know. But he has a, he has a friend named Styles, maybe. Styles, that's it. And that's he has a shirt that says like douche nozzle or something, mm-hmm. or dick nose or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love the coach's advice that he gives him. He's like, uh, in your life, because I only got a couple of pieces of advice. It's like, uh, what is it? Uh, never play cards with anybody named after a city and never marry anybody, uh, never marry a woman with a dagger <laughs> tattooed on their body anywhere. I'm like, good advice. Did you ever see, it was, a, it was another one of those like bad 80s, uh, it was starring Robert Downey Jr. and Anthony Michael Hall. It was like called like Johnny Be Good. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned coach advice. There's a bit in the beginning where uh, he wants to get out of playing the game, and he goes over to the coach, and he's like, "Coach, I think I need to sit this one out." He's like, "Why? What happened?" He goes, "I think I broke my dick." And the coach says, "I just rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine." <laughs> it's a great piece of advice. That's yeah, a good one. Um, that's a bad movie. That that uh, that's a I I have a feeling that's a bad movie, like a bad movie, like it doesn't hold up, you know? Right. Uh, Explorers, which I never saw, but April was a fan as of as a child. I don't know if I remember that movie. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Think... No, I'm thinking of battery. I was thinking of with the little things. It's little... close to that. It's not batteries, not included, but I think it's like the kids' version, the precursor to it, you know? Okay. Uh, then we have Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Three Amigos. Oh, can't go wrong with that. Right, Little Shop of Horrors, the musical one, not the uh, Roger Corman one from the fifties. I don't never heard of that one, but you don't know that one. I mean, I've I've heard. I mean, I never saw it. So you know what I mean? It's you know, it was like a low budget cheapy, and it was like maybe if not the first one of the first movies that Jack Nicholson was ever in. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, in the, you know, in the 80s one, Steve Martin plays the dentist. Bill Murray plays the guy who enjoys going to the dentist. Yep. In the original 50s one, Jack Nicholson is the Bill Murray part. Got it. Okay. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting. I know that one. That has uh, the kingpin in it. Right. It's, uh, the, fir- it's uh, the first canonical appearance of Thor on screen. Right. And any of the Jurassic Park movies? I'll give you those. I'll give you those. The first right. one's the best. So we're going over this at my fo- at my dad's house, right? Mm-hmm. So Ace is like, what movies do you think dad would recommend? God. So I say, he's going to say Under the Rainbow. Love gonna Under s- the Rainbow. He's going to say Zorro the Gay Blade. Right. And uh, he's going to say, uh, and I couldn't remember what the third one I said was. So my dad comes out and Asa asks him and he goes, under the rainbow, <laughs> Zora right. the gay blade, uh, used cars. You ever see used cars? Oh, I love used cars. Right, right. Uh, my dad also suggested the jerk. The jerk is, I don't know which comedy is on is number one on my list. It's either the jerk or right. Blazing Saddles. Right. That's now, how I high said- I I said Blazing Saddles, and April said no. 
Oh, you know what? Get the TV version. We have we have five minutes. <laughs> yeah, put on the the AMC version. Yeah. Uh, and my what else did my dad? My dad also recommended uh, Easy Money and Back to School. Oh, two 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 good movies. By the way, back to the jerk. I still yell when everybody goes somewhere they're not supposed to. Hey, he's not carnival personnel. Oh, but there's so many, like, the jerk is up there, and I think he would really enjoy that. But, yeah, we just, these are a list. These are the movies that we're going to make our my kid watch. Yeah, I, you see, you know, of all those. And I'm like open I, to suggestions, too. I took off, like I said, I took off Cabin Boy. But right. I'm, I'm given the hard push for the jerk, because other than his special purpose, there's not too much dirty in the joke other than the, uh, uh, the eggplants thing. So, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you know, the the jerk is the jerk is just. And I always say this: done right, stupid works every time. You know what I mean? Like Three Stooges, the jerk, whatever. You know what I mean? Dumb and Dumber, the first one. Uh, just if you would just have an idiot, but you have a good script and a good comedian, dumb works in a comedy every time. Now I will say. And maybe this might have been like a bar too low, mm-hmm. uh, but like a year ago, I tried to get my kid to watch one of the Ernest movies. Ah, okay. And that might have been too dumb because I suggested with this list, like your Jim Carrey movies, your Ace Ventura's, your Dumb and Dumber's, right. your The Masks and stuff, and they all got shot down. Right. I think he's either too old mm-hmm. or too young yet for Ernest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there, like it's, I always say this about Batman 66. I say there's a time in everybody's life where you're like, as a kid, you love Batman 66. It's the greatest thing ever. Then you grow out of it. You're like, no, I want Batman snapping bones. And I want, I'm like, you know, the Joker murdering people. And then you come back around to Batman 66. It's like an evolution. If you don't do that course, I don't want to know you. I can't argue with that, you know. Yeah. So, but I'll make up a I'll make up a list. I'll make up a list that we could that you could you could see you could uh, put in front of April and see uh, if they'll fly or not for Asa. Right. So so how's uh, how's your week been? My week has been remarkably like low key. I haven't done anything. There was no porch talks. I don't know if there's going to be any porch talks this week because it's 180 degrees outside. Um, right. Other than that, I haven't done anything, gone anywhere. Um, uh, low key, man. Good. Glad you're staying out of trouble. Yep. You're nope. feeling okay after the convention? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did the convention no uh no sicknesses no fever so it's not like i decide you know or felt run down and i do check myself like every day or other day with the the you know the the, the, the thermometer you just point and click you know what i mean you don't have to whatever so i haven't had a fever haven't felt mm. sick so i think i'm good don't i think right. i didn't catch any con crud good i'm glad yep, now i'm now i'm getting ready for a couple weeks well Almost three months from now, getting ready to go to New York. So we'll see when I come back from that one. We'll see how that one goes. Yep. Nothing else with you besides movie making? List no, making? man. 
uh, getting ready because we got I got wrestling next weekend. Out of town wrestling, root beer wrestling for the first time in quite some time. Yes, yes, you have that. You're pushing your little uh, your little friends coming to the stacks. Yes, my little friend. <laughs> your little friend. So uh, you got that going for you. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, you're not needed. You're not wanted to be there anyway, so you stay home. All right, not a problem. Right. No problem. You know what? I'm not. If I'll take Eddie on, I got no problem. Oh my god, I'm not afraid. I'm not like all you cowards on Twitter. Like, oh, Eddie's promos really scare me. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. I know you make babies cry. Oh my goodness, he's a baby face now. You know, whatever that means. <laughs> These are all stories I know sideways somehow. Right, right. Um, but it's, uh, when when you would publicly said you're like, oh, I'm not. Everyone's like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, and you're like publicly, I'm not going. And well, I'm like I'm like, oh, I guess Todd missed one of the early announcements. Um, let's put it this way: uh, Todd says I'm not going. The only reason Todd said I'm not going is because I was included in the tweet. Oh, if if my name if at Roker the Joker wasn't in there, I'd let you boys have your fun. I'm not gonna, as you say, yuck your yum. But when you include that. me in the that tweet, was, what a- that was young Tim of the uh, the uh, final wrestling place people. Because yep, I yep. think you guys were all together at the the brewery show. Yes, because it was the deal to get the helmet podcast done. Yeah, that was, how's that, that coming was, along? By the way, um, according to Adam. Um, because he listens to Final Wrestling Place, Marcus is as exactly enthused as he is now as he was when he heard about it originally. <laughs> so he has all that energy going for him. Um, so we'll see. Because I guess uh, Adam said Tim brought it up again, and like he said, you know, he's like he had that exact same energy. I heard. I think. Uh, I think Marcus just you know. Working, rehabbing, being a dad, that sort of thing, you know? Got ya, got ya. And trying to fit in another podcast, even one as uh, prestigious as this may be, you know? Oh, I get you. I mean, you gotta be careful. You gotta be in the right mind frame to do a podcast mm-hmm. like that. Right. Literally the right headspace for a helmet podcast. Joe. Oh my goodness. Don't want to get a concussion doing the show, I guess? No, no. No CTEs for us. Right. And I also want to have you know, and I know you're going to say, oh, we could delay things or whatever it is. We but, could you delay know, things. Right. But it's a school night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mahoning Drive-In. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what Tuesday it is, but it's a Tuesday here in the near future. Like, I look, I was informed of it by uh, people that are regulars there. Right. Um, and they they only have so far in their Tuesday schedule up online. And some Tuesday, either late August, early September, at the drive-in, they're doing pieces. Oh, oh, okay. And I want, I want to, I want to see it so bad on the drive-in, like on the big screen. But I'm like, oh, it's podcast recording night and everything else like that. I can't be like, oh, if I'm out past ten o'clock on a school night, I'm done. You know? Oh, we can postpone. Yeah. So you always say that, but right. I'm not like you. I'm not. You know. The, the, the mean taskmaster, we can't move anything, so. 
No, if something whatever. came up, re- if something came up real and we had to move or delay the show, then absolutely. But if this is just for me to go putz around and see a scumbag horror movie on a Tuesday night on the big screen, I'm like, nah, you know what? I, I've I've made these sacrifices many years ago, and now I have to be somewhat responsible. Right now, describe what's something real. What's your definition of something real? I don't know. A heart attack. Right. Right. What like, if? What if, like, they moved, they moved my Rage Against the Machine concert seven times? What if that ended up on a Tuesday? Uh, well, being that uh, they've moved it seven times, mm-hmm. and you've already paid your good, hard-earned money for it. Right. Uh, if things needed to be delayed because they moved it to a Tuesday night, it's get things are getting moved. Okay, that's not a heart attack. That's why I'm asking. No, no. I mean, I know I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure those Rage Against the Machine tickets were a little bit more expensive than the eight dollar ticket to go to the drive-in. Oh yeah, but pieces is worth that. Eight dollars. So is worth the eight dollars. Everybody's trying to get me to see pieces. Yeah. You know what? I'd rather go. I'd rather go meet Eddie than do see pieces. So I guess I'm in. All right. Bring a bring a doll to have him sign. Oh oh, I hear someone has immaculate pens to have that done. Maybe he does. I I have pens. Oh, if I can, I get him to sit in that chair. You could. Oh, the double the double opportunity chair. If you really wanted to, you could bring the chair, have Eddie sit in the chair, get a picture, and then have OC sit in the chair because he's on the show as well, and take a picture of OC in the chair. Right? Can I get Eddie in the chair and then OC on his lap? I think that might, uh, those chairs are kind of flimsy. No, I get you. And I think that might test the structural integrity of said chair. Could you talk to Mantis and see about booking uh, Dan Lee for one of these shows? Dan, Dan the Man Lee? Yes, Dan the Man Lee. Uh, I don't, I, uh, that's probably like, uh, I don't know if Mantis would get the joke on that one. Doesn't matter. Maybe he'll say yes. I could ask. There you go. I, I know you always have ask. the hotline, but I always ask, you know. Right, sure. What could go wrong? Right. Uh, he says yes. I'm definitely in. So right, it's an it it's either a no if I don't ask, or it's a no if I do ask. But at least it's a no that I know. Right. That I'm you getting if I no. ask. Right. Right. If I don't ask, it's a no with a question mark. <laughs> yep. It's always be out. You'll 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 be asking yourself in all eternity. Be like, you know what? If I just asked, maybe he would have said yes. Now he didn't. Te- I texted him over the weekend, and he didn't reply to me. But let me. I'm going to text him right now, mm-hmm. and this might be one of those things where we just random, like you have to like listen out of order, you know? Okay. Any thoughts on booking Dan and Lee, the premiere? <laughs> I was going to say. Stan Lee. Impersonator. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see uh, if I get a reply. Yep. I texted him on Sunday and then texted me back about something else. Yeah, but Susie. Something real. Yeah. As soon as he sees this, it's going to be like, oh, I got to get back to you on that. Is he available? That's going to be the text. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. 
All right. Uh, that's all. Patreon.com slash longboxheroes. Uh, you know, maybe you're at the $5 level and you're listening to these shows in the correct listening order. Uh, maybe you're at a different level. You still get everything else just a little bit later than everyone else. You get all those previews catalogs, those high-grade professional scans. Uh, I was sitting here before we started recording, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm caught up, but like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I watched what I had to watch for Ad Odds this week. Right. And then I'm probably going to watch Tamari, what I have to watch for uh, Piro Mounties, you know? Me too. Um, and then I'm like, oh, should I like upload August's catalog? Uh, and I'm like, nope, let's not get that far ahead of things. You, right, know? you could you could upload uh, August's catalog the day after we record. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't want um, people confusing looking at that catalog like, what? Right. I they, they changed some things. Oh, and I can mention it on here because, well, sure. I don't know if I can mention it on here. Um, no, I'll tell you off air because you'll you'll give the same response either way. I don't, I don't give a fuck kind of a deal. Right, right. So it, this one's better off air. Um, okay. I don't know. Hey, go sign up for the Patreon if you're not already a signed up member. Uh, thanks to anyone and everyone who made all those purchases through the uh, Amazon click through the banner over the top of the page at longboxheroes.com. And it's usually in the uh, show notes because I put all these, uh, you know, everything ends up on the Patreon site as well. There's people that just subscribe to the show whether at the dollar or the $5 or anywhere in between. And instead of having like one RSS feed for the main show, one RSS feed for uh, After Dark, and then another one for the Patreon, I've been putting, I for a while now, I've been putting everything up on the Patreon. So if they're a Patreon member, it's just one feed that they have to subscribe to or point their podcatcher at or whatever, and mm-hmm. they just get everything, you know? Yep, yep. I want to make things as easy as possible for everyone else. I agree. Uh, so, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, I think this was episode 401 of Long Box Heroes After Dark. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.